Life Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to One Month to Better Third-Party Management. This month's podcast series is sponsored by Opus. Opus helps free your business from the complexity and uncertainty of managing the risks associated with your customers, vendors, and third parties. By combining the most innovative third-party risk management and know your customer compliance SaaS platforms with unparalleled data solutions, Opus turns information into action so your business can thrive. Opus solutions include the Hyperos ABAC Accelerator, the leading platform for third-party risk management. To learn more, go to www.opus.com. Opus is an appropriate sponsor for this month as I'm focusing on third parties the third-party risk management process. Over the next couple of weeks, I'll be looking at the management of third parties after the contract is signed. We're going to take a look at auditing, (coughs) relationship management, training, continually monitoring and updating your own third-party program. This is an incredibly important month on my one-month series this year, and I'm sure that you will garner some new techniques that you can incorporate directly into your third-party risk management program. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day 18, Freight Forwarders and Express Delivery Services. The FCPA enforcement world is literally littered with cases involving freight forwarders, brokers and agents in the shipping and express delivery area. Both the DOJ and SEC have aggressively pursued third-party business relationships where bribery and corruption have been found in this arena. This is particularly true where companies are required to deliver goods into a foreign country with the assistance of a freight forwarder or express delivery service. There are several major risk areas, and these include locations, customs, and other government agencies, aviation and postal regulators, business promotion expenditures for government officials, agents and sub-agents, and, of course, government accounts that are a major part of an express shipper customer. So this must be analyzed as well. How can a company respond or at least reduce its potential FCPA risks with regard to a logistics company, freight forwarder, or express delivery company? Obviously, having a thorough risk assessment program and due diligence are critical. After determining the risk, move forward to perform due diligence based on that risk. However, there are some general questions that you should ask, both internally and to your prospective vendor. Number one, relationship. What is your relationship with the third party? And it's purely arm's length. Is the sales agent making a solicitation? Is it a consortium, which may be a lower risk? Is it a partnership of a JV, which you also control? It is, is it a subcontractor supplier? All Answers to all of these questions pose different levels of risk. Two, business formation. What is the character of the third party? Is it a U.S.-based company subject to a robust national anti-bribery, anti-corruption law? Is it publicly owned or privately owned? Who else do they represent? How long have they been in business? Who are the principals and what are the government and are they government officials? Number three, compensation. How do you compensate this third party? Is it bonus-based paid at the conclusion of the transaction? Will the representative have an expense account? If so, how is it given to them? For instance, will you pay on a lump sum versus verified expenditures? How will they be paid in local currency into a local bank, cash or check? What's the level of compensation? Are you overcompensating based upon the market 
Are you taking a chance a third party could share it with others? Four, location. What's the geographic location? And is it one of the usual suspects on the Transparency International Corruption Perceptions Index? Industry. What industry or sector that you are you engaged in? This can be significant because several industries and sectors such as infrastructure, medical industry, defense contractors, and certainly the energy space have faced increased DOJ scrutiny in this area. Process. What is the process by which the business opportunity arose? Was there a bidding process? Who invited you? Was it an open bid? Did you respond to an RFP? Did you compromise your own standards to bid? Is the mandated partner assigned by a foreign government? After you ask some of these questions, investigate your risk and evaluate them. You should incorporate your findings into a contract with appropriate FCPA compliance terms and conditions. This contract should announce to your third-party freight forwarder of your, uh, your expectations regarding their, their compliance program. Your contract should allow for the management of the compliance relationship. Your contract should require training and certification to be verified by you, by a verified provider, or your company. You should also have a business relationship manager. James Min, the International Trade Law and Global Head of Trade Law Practice Group at DHL Legal Department, developed a risk matrix for freight forwarders express delivery industry. In this matrix, Min analyzes multiple factors, noting <clears throat> and scoring them. His model shows that location should not be the sole criteria for risk. The factors in his model are the performance of your company's customers' clearance brokers and how far that performance varies from the norm your company normally receives. So uh, if the performance is 100% at 100% of the time, that's a model, or excuse me, that's indicia that red flags are present and you need to evaluate further. The key to this approach is the average for customs clearance times. If the performance of customs clearance is so great that your vendor's variance is above 100%, this is a red flag that needs further investigation. This is just one way you can take a look at these. What's the performance of your freight forwarder or your vendor? Is it 100% 100% of the time? If it is, that may be an indicia of a red flag. Almost every business transaction engaged in by a freight forwarder outside the U.S. involves a foreign uh, touchpoint with a foreign government official. Every time your company sends raw materials into or brings them out of a country, there is an interaction with a foreign government official in the form of a customs official. Every customs transaction involves a payment to a foreign government official or a foreign government, and every transaction involves some form of foreign government regulatory process. While the individual payment per transaction can be quite small, the amount of total transactions can be quite high if there are a large number of goods being imported into a foreign country. Conversely, interacting with international tax authorities can present problems similar to those with customs officials, but the stakes can often be much higher since tax transactions may be less in frequency but higher in financial risk. These types of risks include the valuation of raw materials for VAT purposes before such materials are incorporated into a final product 
or the lack of segregation between goods to be sold on a country's, a foreign country's domestic market as opposed to the, those of which, which may be shipped through a free trade zone outside the country's, to outside that country's domestic market. If you are utilizing the services of a third party in any of the transactions I've talked about in today's podcast, that company's actions will go a long way in determining your con- company's liabilities. You must have a thoughtful process and document that process. Also, you've got to operationalize that process by having your frontline business relationship manager be a key interaction point between you and the freight forwarder or customs broker. So what are the three key takeaways for today? Well, number one, express delivery services and freight forwarders present unique compliance risks. And this is because anytime they cross a border, they're going to have a government touch point. It can be inbound, it can be outbound, it can be ingress, it can be egress. It doesn't matter. There's going to be a government touch point. And how have you worked to manage the risk of that government touch point? Number two, there must be a business justification to bring on a new express delivery service or freight forwarder into high-risk jurisdictions. Why are you bringing somebody new on? Uh, do you have a, uh, a worldwide contract with several companies that you can utilize? And then finally, I talked about the model developed by James Men. Take a look at that model and that risk matrix and see if you can utilize it in other areas or modify it to your own company. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for joining me for day 18, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 19 of one month to better third-party management. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of One Month to Better Third-Party Management. If you've listened to this podcast on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate this podcast as it will help our rankings and help us get the word out on this most unique podcast series in compliance. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to today, and I hope you will listen tomorrow on another episode of One Month to a Better Third-Party Manager. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.